What's up, everybody, and welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. I'm Josh, and as always, I'm joined by Jim and Wade. Wade oh, yeah. and Jim. Yeah, what's up, guys? How are we this week? That's oh, quarantine. Man. I missed you guys. Yeah, we took a we took a week break because we're backed up on episodes. <laughs> we did, yeah. Yeah, we finally got caught up. Yeah, I told Wade that we were skipping last week, and I could I could sense the sadness through your text message. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking. I gotta see if anybody's out there. You know, if you you know, is it me? Make sure everybody's all good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week I'm very excited because this is a topic that I've wanted to do since we started the podcast, and I feel like I say that for a lot of topics, but this one is legit. I can verify this one because he, we actually have been planning this one. It's a little unfortunate when the episode is going to be released, Yeah, but he, he has been actually planning this since the podcast started. So I can verify that one. So WrestleMania was uh, a couple weeks ago, a week and a half. I think I'm planning on releasing depending this. on when the episode yeah, comes I'm out. I'm planning on releasing this uh, next week from the time of this recording. Uh, so it would have been like a week and a half. But we're going to do top three WWE wrestlers. And I'm very excited about this because I grew up kind of watching wrestling. I fell out of it for a good bit and I recently got back into it. And so a lot of my list is going to be more of your old, older school wrestlers. And by that, I mean like late 90s, early 2000s. Um, Jim, I think you said it was the Attitude Era, right? Yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. I've been doing a lot of research because Josh got me into wrestling. Um, so a lot of my stuff is going to be more recent because I watched wrestling as a kid as well. But I don't remember. I just remember more of like the, the lights and the fighting and stuff. But I don't really remember the characters a lot. But now I do. Um, but yeah, that, that era, the late 90s and early 2000s was the Attitude Era. And I grew up as a kid real young because I was born in 94. So I grew up watching the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era which was like the uh, like 2002 to 2008 time frame. Love it. What about you, Wade? Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. Our age group kind of seems to be the demographic that, you know, all these new wrestling companies are targeting who lost touch in their, you know, their younger teen years or stopped watching wrestling for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but Attitude Era into Ruthless Aggression was kind of, you know, the hype of it all and when i was watching wrestling uh whenever the wednesday wednesday night wars were still going on between wcw monday nitro and monday night raw over on wwf oh yeah called wwf still i remember that oh yeah. yeah i don't i was i was that was a little i was a little young wrestling's always been convoluted i remember wcw they had like the nwo black and nwo red <laughs> The wolf pack. Oh like they took the NWO and split it into two factions. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. That was the best time for WCW. Oh my god. That was I loved it. But so. we're not here to talk about WCW tonight. We're here to talk about WWE. So without further ado, let's go ahead well, and just to clarify, we're doing single wrestlers this time. So we're doing standalone wrestlers, right? 
Yes, tag team okay. will be another time. Another list. Yeah, so just to clarify, so all of our lists will be singles wrestlers. They might be married, but they, they wrestled single. <laughs> Damn it. All of mine are single. I got to go <laughs> check my list. Sorry, Jim. Damn uh, it. Without further ado, Jim, do you want to add anything else before I dive into number three? Uh, yes. Uh, as, but I'm only going to do it as soon as you start talking. Sweet. Let's go to number three. Hey, you know what? Actually, one more thing. and I'm just kidding. Go ahead. All right. Wait. Eddie, can you, can you cut that out, please? Nope. Nope. Number three. Uh, my number three, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you guys a curveball, actually, right off the bat. Right off the bat. My number three is Ronda Rousey. Oh, okay. Very interesting. interesting. My number three is Ronda Rousey because she may not have been great or good on the mic, but she was so much fun to watch wrestle. I don't know. Did you guys see the, the WrestleMania match that she headlined? Uh, was that last year's, right? It was the three, the yeah, threat Charlotte, women's. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey and Becky. I, I will say, I will say when Ronda made her debut, I think that was the actual debut was at WrestleMania. I think you're right. Her, wrestling match debut i guess when she like picked up triple h and like fireman's carry slammed him or something i hate triple anyway, h anyway anyway ronda <laughs> got a lot better on the mic as she you know kept doing it yeah that's that's fair i just meant like you know like you have brock lesnar who has paul Heyman, which anybody most People, I think, that have, like, a person that speaks for them just means that they're not very good at the, on the mic. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah, cause, but it just no, seems... Cause, yeah, because Paul Heyman was... Did, he spoke for Undertaker for a long time, didn't he? Like uh, back. Paul Bearer. Different oh, guy. that's right. Yeah, Heyman was the creator and, like, manager of ECW back in the day. Uh, so he was, like, he was like a Vince McMahon of, of the extreme championship wrestling. Yeah, ECW was insane. Hell yeah. But yeah, Ronda Rousey, do you guys uh, agree with my choice? Obviously, it's not your number three or you would have said that. But do you agree that she's pretty – I thought she was one of the best women wrestlers personally. I don't know. Maybe I'm just insane. But I never really watched her wrestle, so I don't really have – too much to say so when i sell i tell everybody that i just recently got back into wrestling mm-hmm. i mean within like, the, like, like yeah the month the last month and a half or whatever you know just this past you know this past year yeah it's been like uh, four months now or so it's been a good like four months so yeah it's, it, it's interesting with the crossover athletes when they start off in you know mixed martial arts mm-hmm. or You've seen plenty of men do it, but it's very rare. Not not so much anymore, but it's more rare to see the women do it. Yeah. But she definitely was on top of the MMA world when she crossed over into professional wrestling. So she already had the clout. She already had the name. So people were like, whoa, she can wrestle now? So I think yeah. just from that, it's a pretty good pick for I, her number three. I did think yeah. it was cool that she also brought in some of that MMA stuff. Like, yeah. you know, wrestling is obviously fake to a degree. The punches and kicks are probably the most fake thing that, you know, in wrestling. <laughs> but watching her do her, like, tornado punches and stuff and her, like, just, like, the 
attacking someone with a a whirlwind of punches was really cool. But then she was all, also able to like you know climb the turnbuckle and jump off and do all that stuff. So I just she was she's deceptively strong too. Like she picked up Triple H and Fireman's Carry yeah. slammed him in front of so many people, and it was awesome. <laughs> so Jim, if you, I would recommend going back and watching the uh, the WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania thirty six, no thirty five. Yeah, it was last year. Thirty-five. It was. Uh, I Ronda I Rousey. Probably, Go ahead. I probably watched that because, like, the last few years. Granted, I haven't been in the wrestling, but the last couple of years, I think I've been going over and hanging out with you, Josh, yeah. at your parents, and watching WrestleMania with you and your brother. Yeah, but I didn't know what was going on. But this that's uh, Ronda had the belt. She was the Raw Women's Champion. That's when Becky won the belt from her. That's right. Okay, yeah, so it was. She's been champion for like a whole year now. And it's like I have seen. Uh, I have. I have seen Ronda do a little bit of stuff in the ring, so I can't kind of say that I did enjoy watching her in the ring. Um, from the little bit that I that I have seen, yeah. Um, because I do appreciate that she was able to bring in some of that MMA into it while kind of adopting it into a wrestling style MMA, which is a lot of gotcha. fun to watch. All right. Well, that's going to be time for that topic. Uh, we also Dang it. we also introduced a timer that Boo. i know but <laughs> we could we could sit here all night and talk about it but yeah i know i'm just being a, i'm just being a normal wrestling fan yeah. <laughs> doesn't like being a mark so yeah go watch that match it's really good anyway uh who wants to go next wait go ahead all right i'll take it i'm gonna actually introduce my picks as a ring announcer, if that's cool. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know what? I actually meant to do that. Damn it. I'll do it for my other picks. I won't. Nice. All right. Here we go. Standing six foot four, weighing 255 pounds. We have the creator of NXT. He is Triple H. Ooh. Hunter Hurst Helmsley, if you want to spell it out. Uh, this guy has been on top of pretty much all of professional wrestling wwe for sure since he is part owner now i think or shareholder or is head of i know he created and runs and is the soul of nxt him with Shawn michaels um but this guy has been in the game for as long as i've been watching wrestling he yeah i mean started off as like a like a proper englishman like gentleman type guy who looked down at all the peasants of wrestling fans and he kind of grew behind the scenes. He was kind of like one of the boys. So he was like welcomed into a lot into the click, you would say. But he's just been there since the beginning. He's kind of worked his way up and into the owner of the company's daughter's heart. And uh, he's just kind of turning the business on its side. And he's been great to watch and fun to watch through his matches and to see him grow as like and become kind of a figurehead of the whole company has been really cool to see as well. I watched him. Uh, I loved him a lot. And I, I, from what I was kind of looking at, I don't know how popular it really was, but I loved him with Shawn Michaels as DX. Yeah. Um, that was such a fun, like a fun group to watch. I enjoyed watching those guys wrestle. I enjoyed the shenanigans and stuff that they would get into. Um, and it was just, just so iconic for me. 
Um, but yeah, no, he's been married to Stephanie McMahon for God since 2003. They've oh, been yeah. they've been together for they've been together I think for a long it, time. I think it was DX where he actually started like kind of like getting eyes for and like actually I don't know if they, it was kayfabe at the time, but they were definitely they did to each other. <laughs> they were they were feuding quote unquote feuding with the McMahon. There family. you go. Okay, hold so, on. and I think Stephanie McMahon kind of went over with him. I gotta pause your your timer for a second because I need to know what the hell kayfabe means because I keep seeing that <laughs> everywhere. I just had to I just had to look that up as well. It's basically like pretending that it's like completely real, like it's like you know the entirety of even though like it's it's all fake, it's pretending and acting as if this is a one hundred percent completely real thing. Is essentially, I think, what I got from it. Yeah, it's like the storyline of the wrestling. Okay. Is, it's it's just a, I don't know if it's short for anything. Gotcha. Uh, I've never really known where they coined the term from, but that's what they call. I, like, I just recently started, like, saw it started popping up. So I I never heard that term before. Kayfabe. All right, your time resumes now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good use of your time. <laughs> uh, Wait, is this still me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, right? okay. Yeah. No, DX, DX is now, uh, they were inducted into the Hall of Fame as a faction. Triple H is going to be, I mean, he's going to end up with the whole company along with Stephanie and probably Shane. Uh, but the way he runs NXT is has been awesome to watch. Like all of his new talent that he develops, he he's the developmental, he's, you know, he's the head of global talent mm. and he develops everybody and writes a lot of the stuff for NXT and yeah. a lot of the storylines for even the main roster as well. What I was going to say is I was like, he's really got, he's really one of those guys who's like, who from what I'm, I'm, I'm seeing and understanding is like really almost a true genius behind the scenes of wrestling and who really understands and, and, and just has like a love and passion for this, for this profession. When he took over NXT, he brought the popularity popularity of nxt almost above the actual wwe oh like, really yeah yeah like nxt yeah, this, at the past survivor series they oh man they like i know it was all scripted but yeah they made nxt they put nxt way over any of raw or smackdown roster people yeah, yeah. i love nxt uh i will say i i like triple h is a very good heel he's a very good bad guy Oh yeah, and I enjoyed him in DX, and I enjoyed him as like the game. But the fact that he keeps coming back in wrestling now, I'm just kind of over it. It's neat to see old wrestlers come back and wrestle, but since he's in such of the, uh, shh, be quiet. Um, <laughs> since since he's that so would be our timer, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, since he is. Um, so involved in the company, he tends to show up more than like the other older wrestlers. And for me, I just got kind of old. Plus, he's like, like his skin's all leathery now. <laughs> it's just really. Yeah, he's fifty. I mean, the man yeah. is fifty. He yeah. looks good he's for fifty. 50. Yeah. He looks good. He's great. All and right. He's witty as ever, man. He's he's chi- he's just a cool dude. Yeah. It was kind of fun. <laughs> like as a, as a final thought, because I know we're kind of going over time here, but as a final thought, I did kind of enjoy. Because uh, he was on the first episode of Raw without the audience as one of the announcers, um, and it was kind of fun. I mean, I have to admit that, like you know, that they quote unquote brought his, like the fans wanted him back because he was helping save the show yeah. as like an announcer that night. But it was kind of fun watching him as the announcer, yeah, or listening to him rather. 
All right, Jim, now that you stole the spotlight, let's have your number three. I did. I did that for a reason. Uh, so I could go into my number three. My number three is I'm going to go with actually a more recent wrestler, um, someone that I, I've been kind of enjoying watching. I've been kind of enjoying the storyline and the feud that he's been uh, that he's been he's been uh, he's been having right now. But it's the uh, Canadian professional wrestler, the master of the stunner, Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens is just a real fun guy to watch. I, I enjoy the hell out of him. Um, he's one of those where he's surprisingly nimble and surprisingly high flying. And it's kind of fun to watch a little big guy. Cause he's, I think he's, he's six foot. So he's only like a foot taller than I am, uh, you know, 266 pounds. But I mean, watching him like do these flips and, and jumps off of the top turnbuckles and stuff, it's just, it's a real pleasure to watch. And since we're on the topic of WrestleMania, he had his first big quote unquote WrestleMania moment where he jumped off of the WrestleMania sign. Oh yeah. Uh, onto Seth Rollins Rollins. And that was up. Oh, that was insane to watch. It was so much fun. Cause I could hear the sounds that they were making. And it actually, it sounded like a legitimate, they were both winded, hey, um, but could, he's just a real fun guy to watch. You could hear everything. Cause there was no crowd. <laughs> exactly. Which was, which was intense. It was weird, but it was interesting and intense, but I don't know, man. Um, I put him on my number, on my number uh, three, because it's like, he's kind of one of those guys where I feel like at, at some point he's going to be kind of, you know, I don't want to say like unassuming where it's like, you know, you always have those wrestlers who are like, who are kind of felt kind of middle card for, for quite a while. So like, while he's fun to watch, I don't know how big of, a, of an impact he's going to have after the Seth Rollins things blows over. He's he's been big for a while. Has he really? Well, yeah. I mean, I've just been okay. I was like, dude, I'm basing all of my stuff on the stuff I've been watching recently with him. He, you know, so, where he, you know where he came from? Uh, NXT. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. All. I mean, he's a fun. <laughs> I kind of guessed because I mean, no, he he about. is awesome. And and when I first watched him, my brother was into WWE, but like he had been in it even when I fell out of it. And when I started, kind of easing my way back into it he told me about kevin owens and that's one of the things that he told me is like watch this guy he doesn't look like he can do much but he does all these like high flying yeah. you know really athletic moves but he's kind of chunky yeah like so you he's I, skinny fat yeah. yes yeah dude yeah he's like <laughs> he's that like cool skinny fat type of deal um i don't know i just like i just like the look of him too he's got like this real like with the beard and like that, like, I don't know, that faux hawk yeah. thing that it does. He always wrestles in like a cutoff sleeve shirt. I've never, you never see him wrestle shirtless. You know, he does like the, the shorts with the tights underneath it. I mean, I wouldn't want to see him wrestle shirtless. He seems like no, the kind of guy that would go into the pool with his shirt on. <laughs> He's, he just always has his, uh, his KO sleeveless shirt <laughs> on. <laughs> Ready to give people stunners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just spe- yeah. speaking of that, stunner. Uh, Wade, you're more, uh, informed on this than than we are correct me if i'm wrong but stone cold actually like gave him the stunner to use i that's i probably wasn't watching wwe around that time but that's what i've read and been told by multiple wwe fans oh i hear Uh, jim's Jim's googling it (laughs) i thought i I muted my mic i'm sorry (laughs) i'm glad that you listed this wrestler because i particularly am not a fan of him oh really i'm gonna be the heel on this one Ooh. um Ooh. Good, good it's one. he is fun to watch i will give him that very entertaining 
Uh, and his WrestleMania moment was one of the best of the night because I am very much hating on Seth Rollins right now. I think we can all say he's kind of uh, kind of a doucher. Yeah, <laughs> safely agree. I think we can all safely, uh, yeah, hate on. So Seth anybody Rollins. that beats up on him right now, is, I'm I'm totally cool with. But I don't know. I'm just not. I don't really get if he even has a gimmick. I don't know what it is. He looks kind of goofy and corny, and a lot that's of stuff he says is just like what. <laughs> that's why uh, I kind of. That's why I said I was putting him as my number three because he like he's kind of just one of those unassuming like wrestlers right. where it's just like he, he he's kind of just a very just kind of normalized wrestler. I guess he doesn't have like a really flashy gimmick. He doesn't have like this really goofy thing going on. Like, you know, he's not like this, like hulking badass that's just like walking around. He's just kind of Kevin Owens, man. Kevin he's, Owens in the center. Him, yeah. He's which, like, a, like a prize fighter kind of guy. Yeah. Which he did. He, uh, so according to give me sport.com, he had to ask permission to use stone cold stunner. So he had to ask stone cold's permission. Right. But I think they did some kind of gimmick on the air where like stone cold came out. And like, uh, again, oh. you, you listeners out there, if you're wrestling fans, you know, comment on our Facebook and tell us, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. But that, I think that's what I was to understand. Was that Stone Cold like passed down the uh, the stunner to him or something? But I mean, that would have been cool. I don't I, know. I, I wasn't watching. Right. But... I think you're right. But I yeah, I was watching either at that time. All right. And why would you just get man? There's he could have just given it to anybody else. Right. Oh, come on. Come on. Damn. Good, good guy, Kevin Owens. Good guy, Kevin. Yeah. Come on, man. He, he does have a very storied indie uprising through the ranks to get to WWE. Like, he was friends with all the young bucks, and they came up in the indies together. And he, he's got a great backstory. I, I just hate on him in his WWE current position. You know what it is? <laughs> Kevin Owens is like top chunky. He's got like these real skinny legs because I'm watching. I'm looking at pictures of him doing the stunner and skinny his legs are, but he's just like this real chubby guy, like pulling yeah. people's necks down. <laughs> it's so a, that's it's my... an upper body business. <laughs> so, yeah, he missed he missed leg day uh, yeah. every day. <laughs> so we got to move on. I just want to say one more thing, uh, kind of going off of what you guys are saying. He also seems kind of humble. I think is why I yeah. like him. Yeah, but I mean, he he's definitely turning heel a little bit. At least the last time I saw him. But the the good guy Kevin Owens was was really fun to watch. I'd have yeah, to go like, he's not really. Him. Yeah, he's not really. I don't know if he would be really a heel right now because he's like he's going against Seth Rollins, who is full on heel. So he, he I've seen him flop before. I've seen a Kevin Owens heel and also face, and he's a better heel than face. That's for sure. Gotcha. Okay. Huh. So, I'll have to keep an eye out, see what they're going to do with them in the future. All right. Moving on to number two. Number two. My number two. I'm gonna I'm gonna do your announcer thing, but but worse than you. Uh, making his way to the ring, weighing 260 pounds, at six foot five. His finisher is the rock bottom. It's Dwayne, oh. Dwayne, the rock Johnson. My number two. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> can you smell? And yes, I can. The rock was such a fun wrestler to watch during like, oh, yeah. during like the, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a great actor too, but I know we're primarily talking about wrestling now. I'm just saying like anything. Wrestling most is of, acting. 
I mean, but like mostly anything the rock does, I, I enjoy. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed him. He was a great heel. Uh, what, I mean, was there ever a time where he was actually like not a heel or he was like a, he wasn't ever like a really good guy. Right. He was, he was, he was God, I can't talk. He was either like, it's a good thing. We do a podcast where we do nothing but talk. <laughs> he was either like looking out for himself or he was just a bad guy. Right. Do you, do you, well, he, he pre his explosion into rock oh. stardom. He was a part of the Nation of Domination. That's with right. Farouk and the Godfather. Uh, I think they were. It was those three guys for sure. There was um, one more because I, I just a, saw a picture of D'Lo Brown. <laughs> D'Lo Ass Brown. D'Lo Ass Brown. <laughs> so that they were relatively good, right? They may They're have just... been a heel faction, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he's such a good heel that right, man, you can't not cheer for him yeah but it's funny because he was always like a smart ass and making fun of people and stuff but the crowd just got behind him no matter how bad he was like how evil he was so good yeah so i'm actually surprised this is your number two oh just wait oh boy (laughs) uh so but you had like you know he did the eyebrow he did the people's eyebrow and then yeah, you know he would. Is that what it was? I didn't know it was called the People's Eyebrow. I know he did the. He was he was Whoa. the People's Champ. Yeah, everything was the People's. Yeah, it was the People's Eyebrow. He did the People's <laughs> Elbow. So you know when he took off the. the yeah, elbow oh yeah, guard. that I knew. I just didn't. Yeah. And then you had the Rock Bottom, and there were just so many memorable things like the, you know, it doesn't matter what your name is, and. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he coined the term SmackDown. Yeah. Yep. Which they probably owe him royalties for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one reason why he came back at like when uh, they changed to Friday or whatever when they moved uh, uh, yeah. when they moved SmackDown time or when they moved to Fox, right? Yeah, they moved from UPN, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. CW. You, yeah, you remember when you remember when? Oh yeah, SmackDown was on UPN. <laughs> I don't. You don't. Rem, you don't remember Sunday Night Heat, do you, Jim? Mm-mm. Wait, oh, I remember heat. I remember Sunday night. Heat. <laughs> it was so I also I remember, remember uh, I was a lot younger during all this. Because I remember about WCW. So never mind. Oh, I was gonna say WWE. Uh, like Sunday Night Heat was such a worthless show, except before pay per views. They had oh, like yeah. they had like one match, and the rest of the rest of it was like recaps. <laughs> it was just like it was ridiculous. They still do that kind of like on NXT. They've been doing that recently since the quarantine oh, to yeah. just fill space with content they already have. Yeah. So, do you guys want to add anything about The Rock before we move on? I was highly, heavily considering putting him at the top of my list. But I, was, I was too. I knew he would be on somebody else's. Yeah, like I said, my my choices are going to be more, I say recent, but like more early 2000s, like that era. The era that I was really, really into it, acting out the moves on a mattress and I had wrestling. I had wrestling buddies. My brother had uh, yes. Ultimate Warrior. I had Hulk Hogan, and I would oh, do wrestling. You know, DDTs and tombstones do and power drivers. And I yeah, would, I, I got would... banned from watching wrestling at a young age for doing wrestling moves with my younger sister. <laughs> <laughs> I, I protected her. It was like trampoline and mattress and couches, but yeah, I got I got us in trouble. So sorry, Kyla, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Did you win? Did she ever win? I, 
I mean, yeah, it was a squash match. It was. I was just practicing was my squash. my wrestling moves. <laughs> I would do a lot of power bombs, a lot of diamond cutters. All right, that's fair. You know, stuff like that. Uh, full full disclosure: I do power bombs on my kid. <laughs> safe. I safe, can verify that. Safe, I can verify uh, that. I've been there when he's done it. Yeah. Very very safe. Very slow. It's we're playing. She likes it. Anyway, it looks it looks just like normal wrestling. Let's. Uh, yeah, I throw it through a table. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your um, wife's like, why'd you do that again? We just bought this table. Maybe it's time for dinner. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Coming up later, we have a TLC match. Um, but yeah, The Rock, Rocky, uh, let's see, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Rocky Maivia. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Rock the Dwayne Johnson is my number two. Wait. Amazing. Yes. What's your number two? My, num- my number two is another icon of the business. Standing six foot ten, probably. Build out of Death Valley, California. Oh, man. <laughs> you already know Jim. Uh-huh. He just made a recent appearance as the American Badass. Yeah, he did. But this is The Undertaker. Uh-huh. Coming in hot at number two. I wanted to put him at number one, but my number one is... So iconic. I, cu- I couldn't. I, I, I was at I was at a crossroads here, but the Undertaker takes the number two spot for me. Rest in peace. <laughs> I, I, so when you say the Undertaker, I have to ask, are you referring to like the dead man or are you well, referring to the Undertaker as like a whole? Like, is there a well, yeah. persona that you like more than? There definitely is. I am just saying my number two as a whole okay mark calloway the undertaker <laughs> that man is so one of good. the best wrestlers of all time so good and he's still doing it at a very high level in my opinion mm-hmm. um he's been better than a lot of the other legends that have come back and tried to make a comeback my personal preference when i first saw i went to blockbuster with some elementary school friends and rented vhs tapes of every pay-per-view Ooh. back in the day <laughs> Uh, and the first time I ever saw The Undertaker was him and his. He had a lot of purple on. Paul Bearer was at Hell his side. Yeah, yep. But he was like, he had like this gray, like huge necktie on and his ripped sleeves and like uh-huh. purple boots and like shitload of eyeshadow or something to yeah, make him look say, like he, he like, just crawled out of a grave. He made it, he put like pale face paint on and stuff. Oh man, it was, that was, so that was my first introduction to him when he was, I was just like, what is, who's this guy and he was just built like a monster he would squash everyone and it was just awesome i was yeah i was a, a lesser fan of like the biker undertaker i was like what is this He's the like, only thing i did like about the american badass undertaker is his theme song was rolling by limp biscuit <laughs> that's great oh man <laughs> the only way it could have been better is if it was break stuff by limp biscuit I was going to say, I thought it was uh, a Daba because he literally says, I'm an American <laughs> badass in the song. Jesus. <laughs> Two on the nose, Mark. <laughs> but yeah, I iconic Undertaker. Awesome. Awesome. I do remember watching him grow uh, like growing up watching him a lot. Um, and being, I remember there being like this, maybe this was like a fever dream or something, but they were like, made him brothers with Kane. Yeah. And they were like both from like parts unknown. <laughs> They'd be like, you know, from parts unknown, 
Undertaker or whatever, you know, and his brother Kane, or I don't remember how they used to say it, but it's like I remember them being brothers for whatever weird reason. So, no, they definitely were in, in kayfabe. They were certainly brothers. There's that word again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but funny story to connect that with Kane and Undertaker. Uh, before The Undertaker made his debut as The Undertaker, he was called Kane The Undertaker. Oh, interesting. Oh, weird. Okay. So that's probably where they got Kane from. Huh. Um, Learned something new. You guys know that Kane is actually like the mayor of a city now, right? Yeah, in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Knox County, Tennessee. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, after his after he took his mask off and his career started tanking, it's probably uh, tombstoning all the people that live there. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, also oh, really... his, his move. Uh, is the timer done? Nope. His move set a lot of it. Even when he would get knocked down from just being hit or being tried at like a pin attempt or whatever, just him like getting back up just so abruptly from being lifeless. It's just even that was iconic about him, like just the his slow, methodical pace during matches. Like he wasn't a high flyer by any means. He was not quick at all. He was kind of like a a literal dead man trying to wrestle. And it was awesome because he overpowered everyone. Didn't he hop up on like the rope, like up on the ropes or the the buckle every so often? Yeah, he did like a drop, like arm drag or something off of it. Yeah. So, so I ever saw often seeing, seeing that man do do something like that was like you're like, oh my god, because it's yeah, that's crazy. This this dude who usually does do stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So Jimbo good pick me. I'm gonna. St- I'm I'm s- still kind of sticking with people from the most recent time period of wrestling, but this guy is a guy who was first introduced somewhat to at at uh, Royal Rumble. But the more I've been watching wrestling, the more I've been enjoying the hell out of him and just how fun he is to watch, just his personality and the face that he does. But it's going to be Otis, um, <laughs> one half of the Heavy Machinery tag team. Wow. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I thought this was singles only. The, yeah, I'm talking about Otis specifically. Because okay. he has been wrestling He has been wrestling on his own. That's true. So, I mean, if you guys want, I can... I can Right, Conan, and go with no, someone I'll, else. And if you guys want to make a, I'll allow it because it's such a weird pick. Uh, okay. I want to hear your reasoning behind it. <laughs> so, if you've actually watched like Otis wrestle, he is because, like, I, I mean, I'm not super crazy about heavy machinery as a tag team group. Like, they're okay, but they're not like, you know, like the reason why I like watching them is because of Otis. Like, Otis right. is so funny. He has like these like facial expressions that he does, and like these these like like high pitch I don't want to say high pitched grunts, but they're not like his voice isn't as deep as what you would expect him to be. He's oh got yeah. This, he's got like this, yeah, he does like he the, oh, like yeah, the he's like man. rubbing his belly and he's like, you know, uh one of my favorite things that he does is like, you know, he'll um not really make himself jiggle because he's got a tank, man. Like there's <laughs> not it's not like it, it's like muscle mixed with fat that's like real firm. Um but like they'll hit him on the chest and he'll like he'll like shake his belly around and like almost like absorb the hit and like kind of do it like a belly <laughs> shake and they'll hit him again and he'll do it again and like you know because he's like building up that momentum while he's kind of shaking his head and it freaks out the other wrestler because they're like why is this guy like getting all this energy from these these hits but you know and he does his like little facial expressions and he'll do this oh yeah like type of 
you know, he's like the he's got like this kind of uh, like this kind of hillbilly persona as well. Josh, it almost reminds me of uh, Alan Tudyk's partner in um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that kind of doofy, like you know, uh, that kind of doofy, um, uh, like hillbilly type of deal. But yeah. his finisher—I don't know if it's his finisher, but one of his his moves is the caterpillar, where he literally does oh, the yeah. worm across the stage and then lands on the person and it's so ridiculous oh yeah he'll do like his little thr- his hip thrust at the end and then like jump up and elbow yeah, dude, it's so good oh it's no, he so gets, good he's he such a pleasure to watch in the ring dude the transition between i know it's supposed to be goofy and stuff the transition between the worm and the elbow drop is always so hard to watch because there's like <laughs> it's not it's not smooth at all it's not dude but it's so good i mean because like it's, it's kind of a clever it's a clever take on it. Like I do have to give it that. And then like the, yeah. the fact that they're, cause they're dubbed the heavy machinery tag team. So they're like, you know, Caterpillar is like, you know, it's got that secondary meaning of like, cause you've got the Caterpillar, uh, like heavy machines yeah. and stuff like that. So. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know. <laughs> I thought that was just another name for the worm that people no. call that dance yeah. move. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I, I think Whoa. that's like, it's a combination of all that. Yeah, dude. It, You've given me yeah. clarity. That's awesome. <laughs> but I love, dude, I love, I love Otis so much. And then now he's got this storyline with uh, Mandy Rose and Dolph oh Ziggler. And... I was just about to say something about that. Yeah. Is that still so, going on? Quali- oh, yeah. It oh, is. Wow. The it Mania is. match, their Mania yeah. match was, oh, my God, so good. It was phenomenal. <laughs> interesting i remember yeah. the i remember the rumble where like the women's royal rumble where like she fell out of the ring but she landed on otis yeah it's because they they had the the love start yeah. to developing and he asked her out on a date and she accepted a date on valentine's day and it was supposed to be this big romantic thing and dolph ziggler stepped in and yeah so yeah, i remember watching it and it made me really sad because like they would crap all over him when he wasn't around they're like, yeah. oh, he's not going to like you. He got you this cake. And then they like throw the cake on the ground and he would like come around the corner and just look all sad. And I'm like, God. Yeah. With his, with his, with his adorable Otis face. Yeah. yeah. So watch but, the mania match and you yes. will get your retribution, Josh. All right. Yes, you will. All right. You will cry no more. Please all do. Right. Please do. But man, <laughs> this, this guy is like, dude, this guy is hulking. It's, it's interesting to watch him in the ring. Because he wears like a super tight cutoff shirt that usually doesn't stay under his belly, so he's having to pull it down sometimes. But the man is five ten and three hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, he's a hoss for sure. Like that's a that's a lot of man, yeah. you know. Big strong boy. Um, but as like a final note, I want to mention that they like you know because usually you see a lot of these guys because he's 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 kind of hairy, he's real big, so he looks sweaty all the time. And so I know they like him and Manny Rose like hugged at one point. And they like came off the hug and you could see all the stuff on her shirt and her dress. And she like had this disgusted look on her face. Like, I know it was probably planned, but it was so good that someone finally referenced the fact that these guys are like hairy and sweaty and gross looking. Greasy and oily. And <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, it was like his full body grease on her dress. <laughs> well, it was so good, dude. It's so good. I love Otis so much. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to transition there, fellas. That was a that was a good. That was an interesting pick. I didn't expect. Yeah. I mean, I know you only recently got into it. I thought you were going to pull something from like the vault though. Like somebody that was really popular, but good, good pick. It's a fun character. Yes. 
Fantastic. But the time has come. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your main event. Number one. My number one pick. Already in the ring. Standing by. Because he was Wade's pick. It's going to be The Undertaker. Hey. Oh. Yo. I don't have to say the height or weight. That's funny that you mentioned that because The Undertaker is not my pick. Oh. Eddie, let's cut that out. That was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I almost knocked over my computer. Okay. That's what you get. The whole thing. I got got so mad. Uh, (laughs) I wanted to mention some things about The Undertaker. And I really wanted to mention them, but I sustained because... I realized that I wouldn't really have much to talk about (laughs) for my pick. I wanted to mention the kinds of matches that the undertaker has been in over the years. I think were some of the coolest matches that I've seen. So you have like the Inferno match where they lit the ring. They were in a ring of fire, which was really awesome. And then you had the, the coffin match where it's like the first person to get locked in a coffin and then you had recently the graveyard match, which is actually in a or the what is it boneyard match? Boneyard, the boneyard yes. match, yeah. dude. One of the best things to come out of this recent W or this recent WrestleMania. Yeah, it was agreed. I need to go watch it, but the fact that they did it like in an actual graveyard, <laughs> or so you know, so they say. But yeah, and Josh, you're a, a cinematographer, shooter guy. Yeah, I think I think you'll appreciate it even more, actually. Okay. Yeah, I guess it it was pre-recorded, so yeah. Oh yeah, it, it was, was shot like a like a '90s fight scene in an actual movie. That's awesome. It was <laughs> a lot of fun, and I, I it was I, great. Like I know, like Undertaker's the pick here, but I have to say, I have to mention AJ. Styles. Oh, I'm not God, usually yes. a fan of AJ Styles, but I loved him in this too. Oh, and AJ watching him so fight good. the like fight Undertaker to bring this back around, like just made it even better. Like him yeah. and Undertaker just were just so good with each other in that Absolutely. match. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I also wanted to mention, you kind of touched on it on your pick, Wade, but you said the way that he sat up was just kind of frightening. I think uh, The Undertaker, before he switched over to the American Badass, I think he was just genuinely scary. Like, he was, he just made you uncomfortable. Like, he was going to come out of the TV. Like, he was going to leave the ring and just jump through the TV and, and tombstone you or something. He would do that eye roll in the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, That's yeah. what I remember the most. Well, like his the pupils disappear. Roll. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I remember trying to do that as a kid. <laughs> I still try hurt. to do that. <laughs> it hurts, dude. And then just like he would look at his uh, he would look at his opponents with like this crazy stare. And I don't know. Everything's just horrifying. Even like the older. I do really like the the older Undertaker, like the purple the rip sleeves, the one you were mentioning, mm-hmm. but I will say the the newer undertaker also with like the trench coat and the hat and stuff was also really scary. And his okay. music was like the, I don't know. It was just like really morbid. And Oh dude. Yeah. His entrance is his entrance alone takes about five whole minutes. Yeah. So, I was like, it's they, quite they long because he walks in so like, slow. Oh yeah, yeah. So worth everybody it, knows what's about to happen, and it's just like, okay, get your phones out, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't wasn't there a time where he actually entered in like a hearse? Do I remember that? Am I making that? It might have been for one of the gimmick matches, yeah. like the coffin match or buried alive match or whatever. 
It said, well, so I looked up a video. It says the Undertaker arrives to the ring on a hearse or in a hearse or something like that. Like he was driving it or he was in the coffin in the back or what? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have time to look it up and see, <laughs> but he was always a favorite of mine, even in like the video games and stuff. Like you said, he's so strong. He's slow, oh, yeah. but he's so strong and he's yeah. just, he's just all around fun. So he's my number one pick undertaker. Couldn't, couldn't go with anybody a, else. I want to give a shout out to Paul bear. Cause yeah. In the early undertaker days, he would, it would have made a as much of an impact, I don't think. Just him like carrying the urn around and him talking like my undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was awesome. He was awesome. All right. Wade, your main event. My number one main event WWE wrestler of all time is the icon, the guy. Uh he he did many a commercial for beef jerky. Oh no! You know him. Oh yeah, that's oh, Macho yeah. Man. Yeah. Randy Savage. Macho Man, the cream of the crop. The cream. <laughs> oh yeah. This guy personifies everything. When I think of professional wrestling, this dude's promos were just top notch every time. I don't think anything he did was scripted because he was just. Probably so hopped up on cocaine, yeah. Yeah, that that too. (laughs) (laughs) They just just let him do it. He was working guys like Hogan and Flair and all the legends. And if you were still here with R.I.P., Macho Man, man, I feel like he'd still be doing it if he were still here. If he had enough, you know. Oh, yeah. He'd be like Jake the Snake. Been doing so much cocaine. (laughs) He'd be like Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake just came back to All Elite Wrestling as like a manager. But he's still in the game, and he was around the same time as Macho Man. Yeah, but you could see the toll that all that stuff took on on Jake. I know, but I'm saying I, I agree yeah. with Wade. I think he would. He might not be wrestling, but he'd definitely be involved in some way. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. I think so. Yeah, man. He's tr- he's transcended pop culture time and time over, and it's like if you even if you don't watch professional wrestling or hate it, even. You know who this guy is. Yeah, because like, oh, yeah. he's got that such that like he's got that iconic look too. Like if someone dresses oh, yeah. up as Macho Man Randy, <laughs> who they are. Like he's got like the glasses on and some of them, you know, the cowboy hat, you know, he's got like just a real flashy like the real flashy attire. It, he's just dude, he's he's great, man. I loved his cameo in the the early two thousands movie Ready to Rumble as Bonesaw, yeah. <laughs> Bone saws ready. That's too funny. See that movie? So good. No, that was the David Arquette one, wasn't it? Yes, sir. And uh, <laughs> Sam Khan, Scott Khan, or something like that. I don't know. Great. Steve, a, wait. DDP's in it. That's a great movie. Oliver Platt's in it. Are you talking about Steve Zahn? No. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm looking was, it up. Oh, Scott, he was one Scott of the guys Khan. in Okay. That guy. Yeah, he's in Hawaii Five O now. Oh, the show? Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know if that's still going on, but he's definitely one of the guys in there. Interesting. Yeah, but but this guy, the Macho Man. <laughs> who, who doesn't love a Macho Man? Even the village people love Macho Man. Oh man, I like how this is. The plot, the summary, uh, says 
after Diamond Dallas Page, and then in parentheses it says Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> yeah, he plays himself in the movie pretty much. <laughs> I like that they have to specify that though. <laughs> so I just I just want to mention that like the reference that I made, the cream of the crop reference that he did was I believe it was in one of his promos where he came out with a can of cream corn, uh, cream corn. And he pulled it out when he did like the the cream of the crop, and then like threw it away, and like pulled some other thing out to like help him reference, like you know how he is, you know, the best of the best or whatever. I think, and that I just was, think stuff like that is fantastic. That was a promo he cut with Mean Gene, like interviewing him or something before a match, and he was pulling out like coffee creamer, like the little packets, and he would just like drop them in front of the mic, and he would like <laughs> he would in a lot of his promos he had his back turned, he wouldn't even face the camera. And it would still just be a fire promo every time. <laughs> I'm going to have to go and watch a few of his promos after just this, I think. Don't even watch his matches. Watch his promos. And that's all you like... need. To, that's all you need, dude. I've never seen the guy. Re- I've only ever seen promos. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a great wrestler as well. All right. Sure. Even into his later years when he was wrestling with the NWO and WCW. He was wrestling Hogan for the belt and shit. He was great. Macho man. Macho man, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't he in like, was he in Mr. Mom? What was he in? He was in some weird movie, wasn't he? Ready Rumble. I don't know. I thought I thought maybe he was in a different uh, movie. I'm pretty sure he was. Hold on. Let me look this up. Give me a sec. <laughs> are you, this are you thinking of, again, right? Hogan was in a lot of movies. Yeah, Hogan was in Mr. Mom. That's right. Apparently he was in. Apparently he was in Bolt, and he was in the 2002 Spider-Man movie. Macho Man was. Yeah, that's what it says. That's what <laughs> With it Toby says. Maguire. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was the first one. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Spider-Man. Whoa. Macho Man. Spider-Man. Macho Man. Spider-Man. Yes, macho. Spider Macho Man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah! Oh wait, he was Bonesaw in Spider Man. Whoa! Oh, interesting. Bonesaw, yeah, in the uh, in Bonesaw like the, the wrestling scene where he's trying to get money, right? Yeah, he's Bonesaw McGraw. So what? okay, whoa, 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 whoa! That means the Ready to Rumble universe is in the Marvel universe. Is it the same whoa. universe as Spider Man? <laughs> whoa! <laughs> wrestling is awesome. <laughs> See, wrestling <laughs> wrestling transcends everything. <laughs> All right. Oh, so we got to wrap this up. Uh, Jim, what is your Man, number one pick? I don't want to give my number one pick now. How do I follow that, dude? <laughs> There's only um, one or two ways, I think, Jim. Well, you, so you have to – I'll give you a minute. You have to look up your choices, height and weight, and you have to do your announcing because it's your main I event. I have to do the announcing? <laughs> yep. It's your main event. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, you guys are probably gonna get for the record. Um, you, you cut out, so I don't know what we're gonna get, but that's fine. <laughs> I said you guys are gonna know who this wrestler is just based off of the height and weight. I have a feeling. Okay. Coming in at a whopping five foot six inches and one hundred and seventy-five pounds, Ray walking Mysterio. down to the ring with his lucha libre mask yeah! and his lucha libre style wrestling it's Rey Mysterio C C C C Man oh wait that killed me <laughs> wait, wait 
great, great choice. Rey Mysterio is oh, man, oh, he's so he's... good. Oh, yeah. He is. I mean, this is actually one that I picked based off of the Ruthless Aggression era Rey Mysterio as opposed to like the current Rey Mysterio because he's still wrestling. He's still an active wrestler. Yeah. Um, he's a lot, seems a lot shorter and a lot fatter now. No offense to him. <laughs> um, but, you know, all things, all things come with age. You know, but I mean, he had such, he, one of the things I loved about him was his just, he is so small. So he's so high flying and he is just all over the place. You know, it's hard for like sometimes for the bigger wrestlers to contend with a smaller guy like this. But I mean, he has such an iconic finisher, man. The 619, like you can't, like you can't come up with a better like finisher or more creative finisher than something like that. And I see people try to do it now and it, it just doesn't look right. Which is funny because six one nine is the area code for San Diego where he's from. Yep, yep. Chula Vista. Booyaka, booyaka. Six one nine. Oh, booyaka, booyaka. Six one nine. <laughs> and, and the six one nine is literally you, a Jim. killer move. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, too, too you soon? had to bring it up. You had to bring it up on my number one pick. Yeah, he killed a man. Incidentally, like, murder. Incidentally. I, thought that was, I thought that was a. Uh, no, it's not six one nine, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. He had the. Wait, what? what? Are you talking about the number for murder? No, he no no. When the cops call it in, Ray Mysterio incidentally killed a guy doing the six one nine. No, he he definitely he definitely killed the guy. (laughs) Glad you're on the same page with us. But yes, yes, he did. It's it's really unfortunate, and I'm I'm actually glad to see him wrestling now, especially after something like that. Because how do you how do you come back after something like that? Agreed. You know, like that's that's such a that's such a difficult thing to overcome, and you know, and stuff like that. So I commend him for for doing that. Agreed. Um, you know, but I mean, he's still he's not as you could definitely tell the the age has kind of gotten to him a little bit because he's not quite as you know I don't want to say prolific as he was like back in the day. But God, man, and all his clever looking mask, and I've, I I still to this day want a Rey Mysterio mask. Not one of his new age ones, but I want a Rey Mysterio mask for sure. And I also made the mistake of looking up Rey Mysterio without a mask before this podcast. Yeah. And uh, that was a terrible decision. He's a weird I looking guy. I have never done that. He's kind of a strange looking guy. Like, that's not what I imagined under the mask. He has no eyebrows, right? He shaves his eyebrows. <laughs> I think so. I think that's what made him look tattooed so weird. on or something. Oh, yeah. But, dude, Rey Mysterio. Okay, I'm glad that pick went over a lot better. I thought I was going to... I was like, how do I follow... Macho Man Randy Savage with Rey Mysterio as like a number one pick, but it's so it's different styles. Like, man, Lucha Libre is probably one of my favorite wrestling styles that is incorporated into professional wrestling. So, and for he, you to choose him, really... he oh yeah, he's been the guy, just the icon of any probably any new Lucha bases their template of a mask off of his in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and their style for sure. But he's just, oh man, he's just so fun and incredible to watch. Yeah, but he was one of the wrestlers that I grew up watching and, and grew up being a big fan of. Like, I used to get excited when he came out, you know, and, and to, to hear that, like, you know, booyaka, booyaka, like, that was just, like, it's just, I, I remember a lot of wrestlers growing up, but I don't remember having a lot of favorite wrestlers growing up. Like, I remember liking a lot of them, but it was one of those where it's like, Rey Mysterio was always so likable. He was always such a cool dude. You know, he, I don't know. I don't really know any of his storylines from the, uh, the, uh, the ruthless aggression age, but 
man, he's such a fun wrestler to watch, though. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a high flyer. He's he's fun to watch because he always seems to go in as the underdog because of his height and his weight. Yeah, because he's stature. so small. That's why I told you, you guys. Like, I was like, you guys are gonna. Get... I was like, there's not that many wrestlers that are that small. <laughs> I know. Was... Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I got a notification. I'm gonna I'm gonna catch that on my. Anyway, uh, I was gonna say you guys aren't gonna catch this reference, but it's like Muggsy Bogues going against like Shaq. I caught that reference. I've seen Space Jam. Ah, oh, that's true. We did talk about Space Jam. <laughs> no, but I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I do remember. I forgot Muggsy was in a, that. a basketball fan, somewhat. Anyway, what, yeah. what were you gonna yeah. say about uh, Ray <laughs> Wade? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, it was, be, it was gonna be something about uh. You know, he really put Lucha on the map. For the yes. WWE fans, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I was saying in agreement with Wade. Yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah he, he was really the that. icon for oh, this stuff. I was gonna say he's like, so it has been the same guy behind the mask for a while, but his father. So it's like a lineage thing. So Rey Mysterio started, and then he's now Rey Mysterio Junior. He's gonna pass oh, it off the cool. moniker. Oh. He's going to pass the mask and the moniker off to Dominic, his son, whenever he's ready. And he's already been training for like a year or two. So he's well on his way. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know Dominic so keeps it, showing It's kind of like a, like a mythology figure within professional wrestling. So I dig it's, it. It's cool to – like I've seen him live once. I saw him at All In two years ago. He was in the main event with the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. And it was Dom- insane. Dominic was? No, uh, Rey Mysterio was. Oh, weird. Okay. I didn't know he was, could do that. I think it was, well, I think it was before he re-signed with WWE. Gotcha. He like renewed yeah. his contract or whatever it was. Now he like he does this thing now where he wears contacts because I've noticed that he wears like these uh, these like wicked looking contacts. Um, I know a lot of his masks have mohawks on them now too, yeah. uh, and it's a little strange looking. Like I'm not super crazy about like his overall like look now like i miss like i kind of miss like the classic ray mysterio look but you know i do still appreciate watching him wrestle from time to time he hasn't been wrestling lately probably because of this whole thing going on but yeah ray mysterio man i honestly thought his name was ray mysterio Mm -mm. oscar it's all a lie it's all a lie man i know (laughs) none of them are actually like yeah you look up any of them What's happening? It's kayfabe, bro. Kayfabe. <laughs> that damn kayfabe. <laughs> Oscar Gutierrez. That's funny. Yeah. Oscar Gutierrez. Good pick. Good nice pick. try. Small Fantastic. in stature. Fantastico. Yeah, see, 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 see. Which I killed me, dude. <laughs> bueno pick. Uh, I, was just, I was not expecting it, and I'm glad that was your pick. Yes. <laughs> I like that I could kind of keep it. Keep it interesting for you guys. Of course. All right. Great lists, guys. That was excellent. We're going to roll right into this tournament here. Did I mention we're having a tournament? No, you did not. Gauntlet (laughs) tournament. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you guys two wrestlers. We have three rounds here. So I'm going to give you time to think about it. You don't have to necessarily make arguments. If you just think someone's better than someone, just uh, just say it. But I, I tried to match up some some older wrestlers, some vintage wrestlers with some new age wrestlers Ooh. to give everybody a chance. So, uh, a little clash of eras, huh? Yeah. 
And then the the winner of the tournament is going to be the list this champion. The first ever list this champion. First ever WWE list this champion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So fight number one, we have the all-American Hulk Hogan versus the insane multi-personality Mick Foley. (laughs) Damn. Right? Try to make it difficult for you guys. (laughs) I, uh, so, go ahead. Is this so? Mick Foley never came out as Mick Foley. Is this dude love Mick Foley? Is this mankind? I or would, is this Cactus Jack? I would lean towards mankind. Okay, now we've got a fight on our hands. <laughs> Although I do, I do love dude love and uh, and Cactus Jack. But oh yeah, mankind was my era for sure. I'm um, gonna go go ahead and say. Mankind would certainly be in a scrappy ass dude and unable to feel pain. I would say he'd give him a fight, but I, I'd give it I'd give it to Hogan. I'd put Hogan over Mankind for sure. Alright. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I'm gonna have to give it to Mankind because of the reasons that you said. <laughs> uh he can't feel pain, he's insane. And I think no matter how much of a beating he gets from Hulk Hogan, he's going to be able to withstand. Yeah, but you got to think at the same time, Hulk Hogan in his prime, which I'm assuming, yeah, is in this match. No, it's current. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> he actually looks good with a full beard. I'm not going to lie. I uh, I just have to go with my gut, and my gut is telling me mankind. I know a lot all the moves and stuff. If we're going with the prime. He's got his leg drop and all that stuff. I just I've seen mankind fall off of the tops of cages and stuff and on tacks and all kind of stuff. I just Well then, if we're going with that, it depends on what kind of match it is then. Really? I know, but I'm just saying like his pain threshold, <laughs> I think he'd be able to withstand it. Okay, that's that's, that's fair. That's fair. So, how this is going to work is best 2 out of 3. So, this all comes down to Jim for this match. <laughs> oh man, so much pressure for two people I've never seen wrestle before. Um, oh, so oh, based off of, I told you, I'm 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 a, I'm younger than you guys are. I don't know. My first instinct was to also go with mankind, uh, just because of what kind of some of the stuff that you guys have been saying. But I've been thinking about like similar storylines and type it like type of stuff like that. I know this is probably going way too deep, but I've seen a lot of these like badass like heel characters type like this who are like just crazy and insane and they usually are the ones that end up losing the matches so i think i'm gonna go with hogan on this one just based off of like just stuff like that where you know i tend to see a lot more of these characters lose some of these like matches going crazy and you know they they, everyone thinks that they're gonna win because of this reason i'm not upset so you're going with hogan brother i am i am as much as i like i would I think that would be the way to go. I, I think I know Jim's choice on this next match, given oh, what God. you just told me. This next match is, you can't see him, but he's going to attack you. John Cena. Stop it. <laughs> against the Canadian crippler, Chris Benoit. Ooh. 
holy shit. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the holy shit match. <laughs> right. back from the back from the dead, huh? Yep. Oops. Yep. Whew. Oh, you'll see. I got I got a few dead people on here. <laughs> Coming off that. Coming off that horrible homicide of his whole family, huh? That was tragic, but you got to remember he was a great wrestler. Oh yeah, which is why I I'm going with Benoit for this match because because of his wrestling and his ability to watching him wrestle growing up, he was phenomenal. Cena's a good wrestler too. Don't get me wrong, but God, dude, Benoit is just a phenomenal wrestler. He is or was was yeah. (laughs) He's still in my heart. He still is. He's up wrestling in heaven. Maybe. Yeah, based on pure wrestling skill and vernacular, I gotta give it to Benoit as well. Cena's more of a I don't know. He's he has what, maybe four or five moves that he actually uses. <laughs> but man, he is such a baby face, but also very polarizing. Yeah. I'm gonna but have, I don't think he I don't think he could hang with Benoit. I'm gonna have to agree with you guys. So we have a unanimous Benoit. Benoit? Benoit. All right. Match number three. We have the beer drinking, punch swinging, stunner given, stone cold Steve Austin versus the wild man with the colorful tassels and the amazing face paint, the ultimate warrior. Intensity. Yep. And I know, Jim, you probably don't know Ultimate Warrior, right? I know of him. Okay. I go ahead. Go ahead, Wade. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the ultimate warrior goes insane and he, you know, he has his crazy, uh, shaking the ropes and doing all this stuff. But I think, I think I'm gonna have to give it to stone cold. I think all he has to do is slip him the stunner and he's done. Honestly. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I think Stone Cold could really, could really do some damage too, just with the way that, you know, his just aggressive wrestling style and just, yeah, just the way he goes about wrestling. I, I think Stone Cold would, I mean, it would probably, it might be a long, longer drawn out match, but yeah, I think that would be Stone Cold. I apologize to any like wrestling connoisseurs or like people that are really into wrestling. This is probably, if you want accurate, matches descriptions and stuff this is not the place to go <laughs> no we're doing this all purely for fun <laughs> somebody's sitting back there like what are they talking about yeah right. <laughs> just cream them oh god these guys suck wait are you with us or against us so I, i'm oh, man i don't like ultimate warrior uh his gimmick is great and he is very super iconic He's kind of a dickhead, man. Like, I'm sure most of these guys probably are, but he would, like, publicly speak out about just dumb shit that he probably should not have been speaking out about. And I don't know. I I didn't grow up watching him. I was more into Hogan and Macho Man, even though they were all kind of doing it at the same time. I never really got into Ultimate Warrior, but I super got into Stone Cold. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one to Stone Cold. Nice. (laughs) All right. Dude, good. But Stone Cold, you know, also not the best dude. Right. No, but, but yeah. He's pretty cool. Probably guy. a better dude than Ultimate Warrior, if we're comparing <laughs> the two. <laughs> sure. All right. 
Match number four is going to be a tough one for me because I've only seen, I only, I think I've only really seen one of them wrestle. So the first person is the kilt wearing, you guys know who it is? You know mm-hmm. who it is. Oh, Rowdy. Ronda Rousey. Rowdy. Rowdy ah! Piper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> God. <laughs> yep. She snuck her way into this. Um, <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. Versus the frog splashing Rob Van Dam. Oh, man. And I wanted to do that like the crowd was doing it with me. Like, Rob, Rob Van, Van. Van. Yeah. yeah there you go. Oh, dude. Uh, damn, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Rob Van Dam side, I think, too, on this one. Okay. Just watching him. He's kind of got the same deal as Benoit was for me because he was just such a phenomenal wrestler um yeah i think i would go with rob van dam okay wade who's who's rvd fighting again rowdy roddy piper Ooh, man two completely different styles of wrestling so rob van dam very technical but also a high flyer surprisingly Mm -hmm. awesome high flyer uh piper was just a gritty Trash talking, street fighting badass though, man, and he he could rock a kilt. Probably the only dude in existence that can. I'm gonna have to give it to Piper on this one. I told you this was gonna be a tough one for me. I think that I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it to Piper for two reasons. One, because I agree. I think that he would just knock this the snot out of uh, RVD. I think RVD would, uh, would come in and, you know, jack him up. But I think Piper's uh, tenacity and his, like you said, his greediness would outlast him. And the other reason is because I really want to see him fight Stone Cold in the, the semifinals. <laughs> Ooh, Piper and Stone Cold would be, yeah, that's a dream match right there. Which takes us to our semifinals. The first match, we have Hulk Hogan and Chris Benoit. Damn. Uh, I'm saying Benoit. <laughs> it's hard to get anyone over Hulk Hogan. Man, Benoit is just, his intensity could not be matched, and he was so technical on the mat. Every move in his repertoire was just so seamless. I'm going to give it to Benoit because Hulk Hogan can't hang. Next, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oof. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> oof is right. Uh, it's going to be Steve Austin. They're both, they're both gritty, Wade. Yeah, but Steve Austin's got the – I mean, he – the reason they call it the Attitude Era is because of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He – though Piper came before him and he was – they're essentially the same type of character. Yep. I'd like to see Stone Cold Rock a kilt. I'm not going to lie. He could, probably, he could probably do it. Is that is it the kilt match? Whoever wins it. The, <laughs> keep the keep the kilt going in wrestling. Man, both so iconic dudes. Oh, man. The jean shorts versus the kilt. There you go. I, I'm going to have to give it to Stone Cold on this one. <laughs> the jorts? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the jorts. All right. And uh, I... I mean, it doesn't really matter what I think at, at this point. I think, uh, I think that 
I'll have to I'll have to side with you guys. Stone Cold was a was a uh, staple of my wrestling interest in my career. So I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to go Stone Cold on that one. Josh, I'm also curious as to who your pick was for the Benoit. Uh, oh, Benoit Hogan match. Totally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You never you never gave us your pick. You were just like, oh, Benoit. Sorry. Because I knew, my again, my pick didn't matter on that one either. <laughs> yeah, I still want to know. That's fair. So the audience wants to know. Yeah. Audience. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Woo. So we have our main event, gentlemen. Oh, man. Main this event. is quite the main event. Making his way to the ring from beyond the grave. <laughs> Weighing 220 pounds. 511 the Canadian crippler Chris Benoit and his opponent once I look up his uh, his weight <laughs> you say 235 Austin Texas six foot one the Texas rattlesnake standing the Texas six foot two two weighing 252 pounds oh wow I was way off on that uh, there's probably like 20 pounds of beer in there, so you're fine. <laughs> the, what is it? The Texas Rattlesnake. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Guys, we have a... Uh, as, Wait, as, can as, I make can-crushing noises? on? <laughs> as, uh, as JR would say before we left WWE... This is a barn burner. A slobber knocker. <laughs> Good old JR. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is he what thinking? Fuck you... God. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the king's over here like puppies. Puppies. Did you see the puppies? Oh god. King oh, is Jesus. Oh. Yeah. the king Wallers. What a goober. The king, the king, and Michael Cole are just about the same to me. <laughs> yeah, they're probably the worst. I don't like Michael team up ever. <laughs> I'd rather oh, listen man. to uh, who's the who's the tattooed guy, Coy Coy Graves. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's fun. Anyway, all right. So Chris Benoit and Stone Cold Steve Austin, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make my choice first. And I hope this doesn't affect your choices, but when it comes down to it, Chris Benoit, super technical, amazing wrestler, fast, will get you in a hold and you're not going to be able to get out. However, I can't get past the fact that he is a murderer. <laughs> so <laughs> he's gotten this far, but I'm going to... Hey, but Rey Mysterio is a murderer too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but Rey Mysterio... Unintentionally, though. <laughs> I know there's probably some what is it CTI involved in there because wrestlers yeah. do have the the brain injuries and stuff. But like I said, Stone Cold was a staple of my Attitude Era wrestling. I got to give it to Stone Cold. Wade, oh man, I I side with you on that being that he was the. I mean, and even at the time, I was a little kid watching Stone Cold. This guy was just like cursing every other word, flipping the bird to everybody, drinking beer and throwing it into the crowd and just like, you know, pulling 
Bible verses out of the Bible to make it twist it into, oh, I just whipped your ass. It was very taboo to like Stone Cold Steve Austin back in my day. But man, that's what made me like him even more. Yep. But Benoit, I grew up watching him in WCW. Every week I would see him wrestle against Chris Jericho or Booker T or Dean Malenko or, you know, that all the legends. Man, you're taking me back. I know. <laughs> so I have to split the D here and give it to Benoit. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Putting I'm going to have it come down to Jim. Part, part of me was kind of hoping the match would have been decided. Um, let, me, oh, let, me, let me throw out an argument. Okay. Did, uh, did Chris Benoit, and I know, I know you are siding with Benoit, Wade, but you could have easily been Austin. Oh yeah. So I know I'm not really like trying to take your your vote, but uh, Austin also gave the stunner multiple times to Vince McMahon. He stunned yeah, Stephanie. He stunned Shane. Oh yeah. He stunned Donald Trump. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> and basically anybody else that walked into the ring, he gave him a stunner. I think like Dennis Rodman, probably Shaquille O'Neal, Mike Tyson. Yeah, like all the, anybody who stepped in the ring, he was like. F you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a stunner. Yeah, he was like the first real anti-hero of wrestling. Like the most Like the most iconic anti-hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, Jim. All right. I've got... <laughs> I've got my... They're both fantastic wrestlers, but they both have the intensity. Chris Benoit has the longevity, though. So whereas Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to come right out of the gate gonna burn all that intensity right away uh benoit can kind of hold it for a while he can he can level out his intensity to keep it going for quite some time so this comes down to the endurance game i think benoit is gonna outlast austin's uh intensity and then reciprocate with benoit's own intensity which he is known to have as well so i think i think benoit I think Benoit is going to be the going to be the winner of this one. Wow. Ring the bell! Ring the bell! Ding 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 ding! Wow, your winner of the, the first Canadian crippler of the first list this tournament. Excellent. This is going to get on history, guys. Sorry, Josh. Because we Stone Cold is one of the best and one of my favorites. For I sure. was it was a hard pick. That's I wanted what... I wanted so bad to. First Stone Cold to win, it's but like, I just think that it's gonna go down in history because our champion can't defend his title. <laughs> murdered his family. <laughs> it's unprecedented. I'm sorry. Jeez. This is. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that we are not making fun of the fact that he did this. We're not making fun of his actions, or you know, we're not making oh, fun of course, yeah. people who do this kind of stuff. It's we're making jokes purely for jokes. So we do not condone his actions. We do not having issues with anything then you know please you know seek help or you know I'm, stuff like that reach I, out I, to people i picked benoit because of his wrestling abilities this was yeah. strictly a wrestling tournament that that is all <laughs> yeah so and you know i could have chose i could have chosen anyone i could have chosen rikishi who probably would have gone down to Cena in the first round, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have gone with like people like Eddie Guerrero too, yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff like that who, you know, have also, you know, not killed their, their untimely, yeah. you know, 
yeah. you know, who left us too early and stuff like that. But like, you know, so it, it's not because of that purely. It's it's we like these guys are all fa- either famous in the wrestling industry or they're fantastic wrestlers or you know there's there's some reason yep. or another in the wrestling world as, as to why they're here strictly based on skill yep. yep yeah and we're all very aware of what happened with benoit and his mm-hmm. his whole thing and what it was attributed to and there is actually a documentary online oh they just released the ring it. yeah I they watch just that. released a two two-part series with Benoit's whole story and I haven't yeah. watched it yet but I know Jericho does some interview stuff in there I think Jericho oh, like executively produced it he was like behind the whole thing wow I think he had a really big part in it I know that I've just been putting it off to watch I really want to watch it but it's gonna be heavy content yeah yeah so cool the first ever WWE list this wrestling champion the Canadian crippler, Chris Benoit. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode, guys. That was... Ring the bell! <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. We are going to go uh, off the top turnbuckle and say where you can follow us on Twitter. We can't say goodbye yet because we have to do our, our <laughs> other stuff. I was trying to be smooth, but then I was like, crap, we have to tell them where we can. Yeah. Find us. <laughs> Uh, you can follow List This on social media at List This Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check out our podcast. If you're listening to it, then you know where to find it. But you can also find us on Anchor. You can find us anywhere podcasts can be found. Spotify, iTunes. Uh, what's the other one? Google Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Are we on Apple Podcasts? Uh, iTunes, yeah. Apple Podcasts, iTunes. yeah. Yep. I don't know why I said Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Pocket Casts. What's the What's the one you listen to, Jim? The uh, I I do Spotify now, but I was listening Castbox, whatever. No, I was listening to Podcast Addict. Oh, Podcast Addict okay. for quite for quite a while, which Podcast Addict pulls from iTunes. Okay, um, so got it. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JawsXBird. I started to tweet a little bit more, but it's mostly still wrestling stuff. <laughs> yeah, and if you perfect, perfect, exactly the content for this uh this episode yeah cool um again more wrestling stuff uh i've also am trying to tweet out a little bit more um than just wrestling but yeah you can follow me on twitter as well hold majimbles uh, i'm also that on instagram i don't use my instagram i would appreciate the follow but you're not going to get any content from me on there <laughs> um and, and i mean you can add me on facebook at uh jim Manamoris. just let me know where you're where you know me from so i don't just get random friend requests it's like honestly your best bet for list this is probably facebook because there's not a lot of content on our instagram right now (laughs) yeah yeah just a just a disclaimer wade you can follow me probably on facebook at wade of the world also on instagram at wade of the world and my voice account uh at wade hunt voice where do we get to hear your voice on wade hunt voice uh, you can. There is live clips of me ring announcing for Chicago Style Wrestling and uh, w, TWE Chattanooga, and also some voice acting reels and demos you can find on there and site with the link in the bio. Can you, when this quarantine is all over, can you get me a match? I would like to wrestle. You want to come to come over to Chicago and wrestle? Yep. 
You've got, you've got time to uh, get your persona ready, Josh. Yeah, you need to – are you training already? <laughs> Define training. Quarren training? He's, uh, by training, he's sitting on the couch watching other people. Yeah, yeah I've and been, power bombing your, your young daughter I've, into I've been, the mattress. I've, I've, been wa- <laughs> I've been watching a lot of, like, murder porn. I say murder porn because that's what South Park called it. I've been watching a lot of, like, I just finished uh, Making a Murderer and uh, – don't f with Tiger, cats. Tiger King. I seen t- no. <laughs> oh man, you gotta see Tiger King. Man. Nobody says that. I know. It's all wild. Me and uh, a couple of my friends from Austin actually just made a rap song about Tiger King that we put out today. Actually, <laughs> nice. What's it called? <laughs> it's with what they named it yet. I think it might just be called Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger Tiger Duck King. Is that your rap group? Stop it. <laughs> so we're individual rappers, uh, MC Lunchbox, Versace Kalachi, MC Cone, and I am Wade. Wade. Dude, that's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I'll send you guys the link here in a minute. I would love to hear it. I think it's on SoundCloud. I think they just put it up on SoundCloud. Also, don't forget to check out Character Fight Night. I always forget to mention that. Where Wade does the announcing for that. That's my other podcast where we talk about fictional fights between fictional characters and talk about who would win and why this episode the newest episode actually has my first fight that doesn't involve punching it's actually a gunfight so i'm very excited Ooh. about that oh so i'm okay i know what your match is then yeah i wasn't i wasn't sure which one was yours that one is my fight i wanted to change oh, it up no. So check that out. You can find that at uh, on, you know, the podcast websites as well. And you can follow it on, let's see, what do I post most? On Facebook, at Character Fight Night. And with that, we are going to say goodnight. And we will see you next time on List This, where we list and you listen. Good fight and good night. I'm going to get sued by Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> see you later, guys. Or Kenny Omega. Does he say that? He says, what does he say? He <laughs> says, good, wait, he says, goodbye and good night. Bang. That's not what I said, though. Yeah, it was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm going to say, doesn't hold good up night and goodbye. Bang. Oh, bring on the lawsuits. See you later. Woo!